This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, friends. It's Annie Grace answering questions, and I am the author of This Naked Mind, and I am just answering readers' questions. And actually, I'm coming sort of to the end of my list of questions. So if you have a question, post it below, message me, email me at hello at thisnakedmind.com, and I will answer them. Um, If I don't get more questions, I'm going to keep doing the live videos, but I'm going to just take a different tact of just kind of starting with the book and, and going through it and bringing out interesting things from the book as we go along. So, um, but equally, you know, I want these to be as useful as possible. So please do ask any questions and I'll do my best to answer them. Today's question comes from Heather and Heather says, did you have any experience with the kind of lull after the initial euphoria of stopping drinking and finding your freedom more off? And during that lull, did you find yourself frustrated with God, the universe, spirit, with the narrative of come on, I finally did the right thing and I'm being so good, so where's my reward? And those sorts of things running in your mind. I'm just so curious. I know it's kind of an ego trip and I'm well aware of that. And it might even be my subtle attempt at self-sabotage as in, oh yeah, see, there's there's no real reward in this after all. Um, but I'm curious what your experience was. And I will definitely tell about my experience, but also, Heather, I think this is such a good question. And I feel like, you know, everybody watching, if you have an experience that you want to share here in the comments, like, please do, because I think that this idea of we have this massive amount of euphoria and then it does go away is a really common theme. And if you don't feel comfortable sharing on Facebook, I have a private free community. It's thisnakedmindcommunity.com. And it's, you know, all sorts of these sorts of questions get debated all the time. And so I think this would be a really good one. And when you post on there, lots of people respond. And it's really cool because you can join under any name you want. You can hold your anonymity, etc. So um, definitely feel free to do that. But my experience was that how I saw it, I guess, was that there was two ways you could quit drinking. And one was kind of what I saw my friend do. And that was really sort of say, okay, I'm making this decision. And her decision came from a place of pain in her life. She had a lot of um, negative experiences with drinking. She And she finally got to a place where she, it was enough pain that motivated her to quit. And then it was a period of mourning, um, mourning her old way of life, mourning the fact that she couldn't drink anymore. And so she started off with this deep sense of loss and change and um, came eventually over a few years time to a period of kind of rejoicing and really being happy and euphoric in the decision. But it took living alcohol free and really experiencing the benefits of that over years for her to stop mourning alcohol. And that was her experience. And my experience was just markedly different because when I knew I was free, it was not because I was going to deprive myself of a drink or I was going to, I was liked drinking and wanted to do it, but wasn't going to let myself anymore. It was because I'd actually changed my feelings about it. And you know, your feelings, your desires, your emotions, they come mostly from your unconscious mind. I mean, you don't consciously choose who to fall in love with. You don't consciously choose your mood. And so, of course, they're built on unconscious factors, but ultimately your feelings are really emotions 
spring from your unconscious. So when I had changed my unconscious beliefs around alcohol, I no longer desired to drink. So the feeling, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before, was much more like, ah, oh, I never have to do that again. I never have to feel that way again. I never have to wonder about what I said. I never have to, you know, have those extra, you know, that feeling of just drinking too much. I never have to do that again. It wasn't that I never get to do it again. It was very different. And with that feeling, it was an extreme sense of euphoria that lasted probably 30 days, maybe a month and a half. And I think, although in my personal belief, starting this journey with a sense of euphoria, you know, I was reading a post today on this Naked Mind community and the guy was saying, okay, when does the honeymoon phase end? Because I'm just so stoked. It's been about three weeks and I'm so happy, but I can't imagine, you know, this has to end at some point, you know, there, it has to go back to normal life, right? And a lot of people wrote back like, yeah, it does go back to normal life, but, but that's the thing about any marked amazing change in your life. When you get married, you know, the honeymoon phase, it, it is a honeymoon phase for a reason. You know, when you even get a new job or when you graduate, you know, it is a phase. It's something that you feel really deeply for a finite period of time because we can't last in that sort of euphoria forever. But what a better way to kick off your journey than feeling that type of euphoria. That being said, Heather, I totally get that when you come to the end of that sort of honeymoon phase of just the bliss and the freedom and the whole world stretching out in front of you, not ever having to drink again, it can be like, whoa, okay, well, well, what's going on? And of course, you start to forget all the reasons you stopped drinking in the first place. And a lot of people, you know, dabble back in it again, um, you know, for a night or two and then pretty quickly say, oh, that's why, that's why I don't drink anymore. And then they're back sort of on track. And I think a lot of people have reported that that's the case. Um, but I do think, you know, life just in general is what happens when you stop drinking is that you have to realize, you, you stop self-medicating everything that you were self-medicating. So if you were somebody who, like me, suffered from depression or suffered from anxiety, and when I would be really anxious if I could just reach for a bottle of wine and drown my anxiety. It did nothing to actually address my anxiety or the anxious thoughts or the pattern of thought that was causing it, but it surely did make it go away, you know, make me pass out and whatever. I wasn't feeling it anymore. And so when you stop self-medicating, you come face to face with who you are and what your life is all about and what's going on in your life. And some of those things just need addressed, you know, I mean, it's not going to be all roses if it wasn't roses before, you know, not drinking is taking away something that, yeah, was adding a lot of extra stress and adding a lot of extra baggage, especially emotionally, if you were doing something you didn't want to be doing and internally, cognitively, but equally, it's not as if that you're going to ride off into the sunset if there's things that you were self-medicating that you haven't dealt with. And my friend Holly Whitaker of Hip Sobriety, she has um, what she calls Hip Sobriety School, and it's starting soon. And really her course, you know, my book is part of it, but her course digs into, okay, what do you do next? Like, if you were self-medicating, if you were struggling with this, what do you do next with... Um, those feelings, those emotions, and how do you navigate your life? Because some of us, you know, I can speak from my own experience, 
drank for decades, you know, and, and so we don't know how to deal with an anxiety attack without alcohol. And when that euphoria wears off, you know, that euphoria was keeping us buoyant, you know, we weren't necessarily facing the daily life, the daily grind, the daily things. And when that wears off, you can come face to face with the things that are really true in your life. I think the important thing to remember is that alcohol didn't fix it in the beginning. It's not going to fix it in the end. And really, it's not about alcohol. Alcohol is just a little drink in a glass. It's made up of gasoline. It's, it's not the answer. The answer is inside you. The answer does take some work sometimes to get out to find where you're truly happy and living out your purpose. But alcohol is not going to do it. And, and you already know that, you know, and I think, but the little monster can raise its head and self-sabotage can be something saying, why are you doing this anyways? What's the point if you're not happy today? Um, but if you're not happy, it's not because of the alcohol. You know, there's other things, other things need to be addressed. And I think that's a journey that we all go on to some degree. And with this naked mind, obviously you kick off your journey with this huge sense of euphoria. Yes, like anything, euphoria can pass away. But think of the alternative. You know, you reach a point where you're in a lot of pain and you stop drinking because of that pain. And then you kick off the journey with the sense of deprivation. And I mean, being aware of the fact that the euphoria will pass, the honeymoon period will pass. I think it's really important. And again, I'd love to hear other people's opinion on this because there's a lot of talk about this on the Naked Mind community and a lot of things people do. And um, my friend Heidi Mayo, she has this brilliant blog at HeidiMayo.com. And she just talks about how she just continues to indulge herself because she was spending so much money on alcohol and now she'll go and she'll get massages and she doesn't worry about it or she'll order fancy dessert and she doesn't worry about it. And so she adds all these little extra like sparkly things into her life in order to just keep that going, you know, in order to continuously reward herself for this amazing decision that she's made, this life affirming, healthy decision that she's made. And I think that's really good advice. And, you know, definitely something I do is now if I go out to dinner and I'm like, oh, you know, I really did want the crab, but man, that's expensive. I instantly think, oh yeah, but I'm not paying $12 for a glass of wine. So guess what? I'm going to get the crab, you know, and I do that because why not? And I feel that, you know, continuing to just kind of reward yourself for your good decision well after you've made it, years after you've made it, I think is a really cool and powerful thing. But anyway, thank you, Heather, so much for the question. Again, please post questions. This is Annie Grace, author of This Naked Mind, and have a wonderful evening. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.